Hey, welcome aboard, folks. This is Joe Public. You're on the public record on Radio Nope. I got a thing. I got a concept again. I came up with a concept again. Uh, actually, came to me through a friend on a, 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 a like dumb sports discussion. Not dumb, because they're, now they're going to tune in. And I just call them dumb sports discussion group. Not weighty topics. Just like you know stuff. Sports discussion group that I'm a member of. Um, like kind of went down a tiny rabbit hole talking about one hit wonders. And, uh, I have a philosophical thing about one hit wonders. And so, uh, to me, that sounded like a great concept to roll with for a radio show. So, um, without, as they say, further ado, I'm going to roll with it. Um, let's have some one hit wonders here on the public record. <laughs> Boogie and bear the 
Inside 
the vocals. Love the vocals on that song. What's funny, okay, so I'll own my uh, own my mistakes. Last week's show, I started off with like, I don't know, a minute and a half of dead air before I realized I hadn't turned on my mic. Tonight, I'm like compiling my playlist fervently, and I'll explain why it was a fervent activity in, in, in a little bit. But I'm I'm trying to pull it all together. I'm trying to like grab stuff. I've got this concept and I want to work it and blah, 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 right? And so <laughs> I like grab uh, the Hot Child in the City, which was the second track I played. Actually, I should just back announce this. That was Stories with Brother Louis. Um, in fact, that's the name of that song. By the way, everybody knows that song. Nobody knows what it's called. If you know what it's called, you're, you're odd. Um... <laughs> like me before that uh the ozark mountain devils with uh jackie blue and and okay ozark mountain devils sounds like it would be some kind of like charlie daniels band like crazy fiddle playing like you know burn down the road kind of i don't know how you burn down the road but burn like burn stuff up kind of you know picking and grinning kind of thing um n- jackie blue does not sound like that so i I suspect there was a disconnect between the song they had that that was a hit and like everything else they did, uh, which probably sounded really different. Either that or people went, your name is dumb, and they just ignored them. Um, and then Wild Cherry started us off with Play That Funky Music. And um, and I'll, I'll discuss that song after I get to what was the second track, which was supposed to be Nick Gilder, but was not because I got clumsy and I grabbed some sound alike thing and I am so oh Ozark Mountain Daredevils sorry yeah still sounds completely different from the way the music sounds anyway thank you for the correction Ms. Jenny um having having so much fun in the chat like the the the, the chat is where it's at um anyway not Nick Gilder I apologize. A thousand pardons. Um, that should have been Nick Gilder. It should have sounded way better than that. And I almost did the same thing with Brother Louie. It pulled up some like sound-alike thing, and that's bad because the, the vocals on that track are so amazing. They're incredible. I love it. So what am I doing? What am I doing here? What was the fervently concocted concept that I was working on? Well, it, it was, as I, I said at the top of the show... Um, one hit wonders. I'm I'm doing one hit wonders, and I had to like in my head today as I'm out working. I'm I'm thinking to myself, okay, there's got to be rules to this, right? Like you can't you can't play something by somebody who actually had a career after or before, right? That had a following, like toured and people cared about them and have all their records, right? Because like somebody there to some people, Cheap Trick is a one hit wonder. I want you to want me. That's it. That's all they know, and they don't care about anything else, and they think the, the band is nothing. But the fact of the matter is Cheap Trick's got this enormous career, right? Um, and and all of this stuff. And I thought about, like, Bob Welch. Like, I could do, like, Ebony Eyes, right? Okay, that's a hit for him. But he was also in Fleetwood Mac, and he, you know, he went on and he did all kinds of stuff. So it doesn't really count. So I'm going to try and, like, skirt that line here today ah i'm so tired i am so tired it's it's crazy how tired i am right now but 
I'm still here. I'm, I, I'm here for you. That's what it's all about. I am your servant. <laughs> With my hazy IPA in hand. Um, if you haven't, by the way, and I'm not, I'm, I don't do ads, but um, if somebody wants me to do ads, I will do ads, but uh, I don't do ads. And, uh, but if you haven't tried it, uh, Lost Coast Hazy IPA, it's pretty good stuff. Um, so there you go. Back to the one hit wondering. So I thought I would, okay, that was a little bit of like a delve into the 70s kind of thing. I thought it would go into a little bit of an 80s kind of deal now. So that's, uh, that's what I was going to do. So here we go.
enough to know what she really meant And I got to thinking while she was talking that I know she told the story Of the special places that she goes I mean she rides with the others in the subway singing
this incredibly bizarre memory in my head whenever i hear that song i see wall of voodoo who was the artist performing that one hit wonder mexican radio i see them on american bandstand um and if you are um my years old uh you probably watched american bandstand devotedly from like the age of seven until you were old enough to know that it was garbage <laughs> and you just watched it anyway. Um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it was very strange. Like American bandstand. I mean, think about it as a weekly TV show. Um, and they usually had one or two artists perform on the show. They mostly, it was just playing records and, you know, poorly produced video of kids dancing or young folk dancing um and then dick clark and um 
but they would have like one or two bands performing and some of the most bizarre lip sync performances I have ever seen in my life um, are etched into my memory uh, from that show. And Wall of Voodoo, as terrifically odd a, a, a group as they were on American Bandstand was just so... It produced just so much cognitive dissonance because, like the 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 kids in the audience, um, it's one of those things. Like I've talked about, like things become really meta. Like Survivor, if you follow Survivor or any of those long running reality TV shows, they've all become incredibly meta. Like there's there's people on Survivor now, like recent seasons of Survivor, who grew up watching it, and so they no longer are playing the game. They're playing the game of the game. And so, like, American Bandstand started out in the early 60s, late 50s, early 60s, and it, um, and I think initially, like, the kids that were on there were like, yay, we're kids, we're teenagers, we're going to dance. And then it turned into, like, everybody is trying to get camera time, right? So it it became very, very super hyper meta. And so you mostly didn't have people who were music fans. You just like had these people who wanted to be on TV. And um, when confronted with something oddly different from what was normal for them, um, they just stared at it. And, it. and another instance of American Bandstand performance that I remember that was like that was Van Halen. Van Halen on American Bandstand was hilarious. David Lee Roth maybe made Dick Clark more uncomfortable than any other performer I ever saw on that show. Um, but anyway, that's the I digress. Um, before Wall of Voodoo, I, I played After the Fire's version of Der Commissar, uh, which is a song they covered that was originally done by a guy called himself Falco, who I think was from Austria, was um, from Vienna, Austria. And um, Falco's version, of course, is entirely in German. It doesn't sound all that different from, from the ATF version, but the ATF version's a little peppier. It's a little bit more rock and roll-y and a little less like uh, Euro disco. Um, so I, I've, seen two, I've seen two big rock concerts in which the opening act was just tortured by the audience. Um, one was the Blasters opening for Queen, in 1980, um, where they had coins thrown at them nonstop from the minute they started playing to the point where they walked off the stage early. I think they, they cut their set short by like 15 minutes or so or something because they were, they were getting hit by people throwing coins at them. And, um, and every time the blaster would stop and then like finish a song, um, the singer would say, oh, thank you. And right before he would get that word out, the whole audience would yell, fuck you. And he would say, thank you. And it was so hilariously funny to me. And then later in life, I thought about it as a, as a musician performing just about how painful and, and truly unpleasant that must have been. But what they dealt with opening for Queen was nothing compared to ATF opening for Van Halen. I mean, you can imagine the the drunken, stoned, uh, testosterone-addled teen boy audience that came out to see Van Halen. Like, uh, I think it was, 
and, and and actually it was like not a good Van Halen tour. I think it was the Diver Down tour or something like that. Something drooly like Van Halen was not on the top of their game at that point. And um the the audience is totally primed for this like hard rock thing and out comes ATF. And the only thing ATF has got to offer is the fact they've got this hit that literally no one in the building wants to hear. And they got water balloons and fruit and like shoes thrown at them. And that like that blew my mind. I'm like sitting there in the in the seat in the arena and thinking, someone just took off one of their two shoes to throw it at this band. How much do you actually have to hate the band that you're you're watching to give up a shoe forever? Like it's not coming back. You, you hurled it from the middle of the arena at the stage and it's not coming back. You're going to have one shoe for the rest of the night. So you're either just addled out of your mind or, I don't know, you're, you have no clue that you're never getting that shoe back. Like you think you're going to go to the shoe return, the heckle return shoe kiosk after the concert. But I remember just thinking... I, I, I'm, I'm at that point in my life, I'm like, I'm playing the guitar and I'm wanting, I'm trying to be in bands and stuff like that. And I just remember almost thinking to myself, you know what? I, I think I might not do this because <laughs> it just, it seemed like if that ever happened to me, I, it would just be devastating. Um, I mean, unless you can talk to yourself in your head and you can say, ah, you know, I know I'm all right. There's nothing wrong with my music. This is just a bad match. So I don't know, maybe. Anyway, started off with uh, Peter Schilling and Major Tom. And so the, the funny thing is, is that Der Commissar and uh, Major Tom are both featured on the soundtrack to a great movie, I highly recommend, called Atomic Blonde. Um, the soundtrack of which is like riddled with one hit wonders from the 80s, because um, the whole thing is set like in Berlin at the at the at the end of the cold war and right before the Berlin wall is going to be literally torn down. And, um, and it's a great film. Like if you ever wondered what, what, um, a female James Bond movie would be like, that's it's atomic Blonde's kind of that only way hotter than James Bond has ever been. That's, that's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say about it. Um, I got a request, so I'm going to play it. And I played this song on the show before, but, you know, this is the song that actually started the the kernel of this particular uh, concept, which is doing the one-hit wonder thing. This is Driver's Seat. Come on. 
walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein kitchen door You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again Gent who ran amok in Kent Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair You better stay away from him He'll rip your lungs out, Jim I'd like to meet his tailor
And if you're not cringing and holding one of your ears right now, 
<laughs> if you're not cringing and holding one of your ears right now, ah, you've obviously never seen Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Steeler's Wheel with Stuck in the Middle. Before that, The Kings with Switching to Glide. I really don't, like, I, I, I get the sentiment in that song, but it's, it's, it sounds, the music sounds too aggro for, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna chill, it's the weekend. Um, Warren Zevon with Werewolves of London, Awoo, and uh, Sniffing the Tears, Driver's Seat. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah, that, that Steeler's Wheel song is now a meme. Speaking of meta, like, if, if you've seen Reservoir Dogs and, and it doesn't evoke this, like, horrifying image in your head i don't know maybe maybe your brain doesn't work like mine does but um i I, I totally uh scary (sighs) so i was gonna i I said i was gonna get into like why i'm i'm it's funny like uh some of these shows like you'll tune in and i'm gonna i'm totally low-key i'm I'm johnny fever or venus flytrap right and i'm just i'm just low-key man talking on the mic and um oddly enough if i'm super low key on the mic it's usually because i'm i'm feeling good right i'm everything's you know the stars are aligned and i'm feeling pretty peaceful and good and and cool and when i'm super keyed up like i am tonight it's actually cuz i'm completely exhausted i was up until 2 in the morning last night um work thing that came up where i had to track this whole like emergency response thing I actually literally started working on the the response at 10 o'clock in the morning and I was still working it uh, all the way up until 1.30 in the morning and then I finally like crawled into bed and just collapsed at 2 a.m. And then today I had to go out and be out and about in the field driving around, drove like, you know, 130, 140 miles or something crazy like that and, and, and had to visit a whole bunch of locations and take care of stuff. And I'm gonna have to do that again tomorrow. And again, the day after that. So I'm, I'm punchy and wound and weird, (laughs) punchy, wound and weird. That should be the name of my album. Um, you're listening to the public record. I'm Joe public. Thank you for tuning in. And, uh, I'm, I'm doing one hits, one hit wonders. And so I skirted the line a little bit with Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon actually had, you know, a career outside of that one record that everybody knows um, and a following and stuff. And so that sort of broke the rules. Well, this particular band was actually a whole other band that is was hugely successful and influential. And this was a side project. And this is their only hit. <laughs>
Nietzsche six feet under, but this baby still got rhythm. Einstein celebrating ten decades, but I'm afraid philosophy is just too much responsibility for me. I do the row. I do the Baby Ruth and Dizzy Dean, Best and Paul and Cordray, Little Mo, Virginia Wade, Pistol Pete and OJ. I've always liked DiMaggio and Rodney's pretty cute, you know. I could never whack a ball with such velocity. I do the raw. John Travolta, Governor Brown and Linda Interview and People Magazine Miss Rona and the Queen It must be really frightful to attract publicity I do the raw myself I do the raw Carter, Begin and Sadat Brezhnev, Teng and Castro Every day negotiate us closer to disaster the Shah and Al-Fatah is quite bizarre I could never get the hang of ideology I think Yeah, I do my little 
special down here at Birdland this evening, a recording for Blue Note Records. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Boogie Jam Slam, bust the dialect, I'm the man in command Come flow with the sounds of the mighty mic master Rhyming on the mic, I'm bringing suckers to disaster Buku ducks, but I still rock Nike with the razzle dazzle A star I might be, scribble dabble scrabble on the microphone I babble as I fix the funky words into a puzzle Yes, 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 on and on as I flex Get with the flow, birds manifest Feel the vibe from here to Asia Dip trip, flip Fantasia, ow You don't stop, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, give me more of that funky horn. What's that? Three cantaloupe. I'm. It's suddenly 1993, <laughs> and I have hair. Uh, I love that song. That's a, that's a great song. Like it's sort of one of those things of, um, I as I was like the like looking up songs to to throw in the queue for tonight. I I needed that one to be in there, and I'm glad I found the spot for it and all that kind of stuff. So yay and before that one of my guilty pleasures uh, like it it is one of my all-time favorite pop songs i'm too sexy by right said fred i think sometimes okay i'm gonna out myself here as being just not utterly normal um i think sometimes i actually will look up the video to i'm too sexy on youtube and just watch it because it makes me smile yeah there i said it um before that tim curry with i do the rock um i i i own the 45 of that song i it's one of the first uh 45s i ever bought was in my collection and i wore it out i played it so much and i think it's it started me down the path of like loving that whole era of new york saxophone rock um that I do love, that I absolutely love, um, which then of course gets, you know, like furiously mocked by fear. New York's all right if you love saxophones. So there you go. And uh, Tom Tom Club with Genius of Love. Um, there you go. Some one hit wonders for you on the public record with Joe Public. <sighs> I'm not, I'm not like unkeying. I am so keyed up. I'm on beer number two. It's not doing anything. I'm so broken. Um, do you ever see the um, Griffin Dunn movie After Hours? Um, it's a it's it's one of the rare comedy Martin Scorsese made, 
And the concept is so brilliant because basically Griffin Dunn, like he smokes pot and everything goes the opposite of how it would go if you got high, right? Instead of him chilling out and just relaxing and thinking everything's cool and mellow, his whole night goes um, ass up. And it's the, the whole thing is just a frantic, crazed, manic mess. And um, I think that I loved that movie so much because when I'm exhausted, like I am right now, I get so keyed up. It's ridiculous. Um, when I used to have to do like three, four hour band rehearsals and then, you know, at night after work and then have to come home, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I could never go to sleep after a band rehearsal. I, and it was just impossible. So I didn't, I didn't try a lot of my, um, like DVR watching used to happen in that context. So there you go. More information about, uh, your host there. Um, so I got more music to play. Um, and, and I was, I was, I was nudged about the fact that I got to play this one. So I'm going to play this one. So playing it. Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think so. Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think so. Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think so. Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think so. Turning
I make no promises. It's not going to be all diamonds out there, folks. Sometimes I'm going to give you coal. <laughs> so seriously, just Philip Bailey with a heavy dose of Phil Collins um, from his solo album, Easy Lover. So I get it. It's the late 80s. You're tr- you're wanting to make a solo record. Um, you're picking producers. You're the lesser known of two singers in Earth, Wind, and Fire. And you were also the drummer in Earth, Wind, and Fire. So you need a leg up. You got to pick a producer that's going to give you a hit. And the record label sells you on Phil Collins, who at that point was like King Midas. You know, you whatever you can say, whatever you want to say about Phil Collins, um, there's a, there's a whole stretch of close to, I think, very close to 10 years where the guy just cranked out one gigantic, monstrous top 40 hit after another. And so if you're looking for somebody who's going to give you a top 40 hit factory, you, you, maybe you hire him, but maybe you don't hire him at, when he's at the point in his life where he thinks he's god and he walks in and he's like oh yeah you're the drummer for earth wind and fire um some of the greatest musicians on the planet i'm gonna play drums on your record oh and yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna take like 40 percent of the vocal parts on your single uh anyway <laughs> before that eddie murphy and speaking of comedy eddie murphy uh party all the time um I remember sitting at home and like they debuted the Friday, the Friday night videos, um, which was, uh, I think on ABC, um, debuted party all the time. And it was hilarious. I mean, just hilarious. Cause like Eddie Murphy's like 19 years old, 20 years old. Right. And he is just, uh, he's, he's a mega star at that point in his life. And he's decided, Oh yeah, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a pop star too. And so he hires Rick James to make a record with him. And it's kind of the same thing. It's that same, oh, Rick James. Hey, I get to make a Rick James record and I'll just have Eddie Murphy sing on a lot of it. And that's kind of what it was. Um, Robert Hazard, Escalator of Life by request. Um, I'd forgotten how crazy that song is. It's like, it, it's it, it's crazy like robot music. and I And I love crazy robot music. So that one goes in the, heavy rotation pile for me vapors with turning japanese a song you could never record right now never um and and actually like i might just get canceled because i played it right right that's how it goes right now isn't that how it goes that's kind of how it goes (sighs) yep i'm yep i'm still not winding down oh this is bad this is this is terrible I predict uh, I predict a hard crash later this week. <sighs> You're listening to The Public Record. I'm Joe Public, and I'm happy to have you here. And I have to play more music, because that's what I'm here to do. And I, I had a request for, please, somebody, give me a palate cleanser. It's not the thing you asked for, Jenny, but I think it'll work.
sneaks up on me at the end of the show. It really does. I get, like, into a groove and stuff, and then I, it just sneaks up on me. So that set was Haircut 100, Love Plus One, The Waitresses with I Know What Boys Like, and The Power Station with Some Like It Hot. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've got very, very little left time left, um, so I don't want to waste it. And then, in general, um, I am just happy that you're here. Um, uh, however you're listening, whether you're listening uh, as the uh, to the podcast or you're listening live, I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're interested. And uh, thank you. Um, this is a cool thing to be able to do. This is a nice way for me to have a little bit of my week that um, I can almost always guarantee is going to be worth my time. And um, spending some time with music is always really good for me. So there you go. There you go. There's my sappy Joe Public sappy thing <laughs> for now, right? There we go. That That's what it is. It's my sappy thing. Anyway, so as I typically do, I'm not coming back on the mic. I'm going to play some stuff, um, you know, and... Uh, probably going to get in a couple of songs here and then I'll be, and then I'll be gone and I'll be back next week. If, uh, you know, the universe favors my, uh, my continued presence, as I hope it will. And, uh, again, thanks for tuning in. And this is another request. places in my life and time I've sung a lot of songs I've made some bad rhymes I've acted out my love in stages with 10,000 people watching but we're alone now and I'm singing this song to you I know your image of me is what I hope to be I treated you unkindly, but darling, can't you see There's no one more important to me Darling, can't you please see through me Cause we're alone now and I'm singing this song to you you taught me precious secrets of the truth withholding nothing. You came out in front and I was hiding. But now I'm so much better. And if my words don't come together, Listen to the melody Cause my love's in their hiding I love you in a place Where there's no space and time I love you for my life You are a friend of mine And when my life is over, remember when we were together, 
We were alone and I was singing this song to you Brandy 
walks through a silent town And loves a man who's not around She still can't hear him say She hears him say brand new 